detective. Thrill me. Thanks for joining us again after a bit of a Judge Dredd session over the last couple of weeks. Tonight's a two-man show, though. We've lost Maddie and Gibbo. I believe Gibbo tied one on. Is that true? Yeah. Hung over. <laughs> well, shit, Andrew. <laughs> After tonight's film, probably very yeah. happy. I was going to say, we, if we finally drove him over the edge and he's been <laughs> drowning his sorrows in a bottle. <laughs> tonight's film is a Maniac remake from 2012. Just imagine him sitting at the bar. Ah, oh, it's a fucking brick of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, blokes, for making me watch it. <laughs> yeah, I reckon he's just sitting at the bar quietly, he's having one beer, and then he's just gone, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it tonight. <laughs> I just, I cannot do it. He's just contacted us, listen, fellas, I've tied my on, I can't handle it. <laughs> but uh, before we get to Maniac, let's do a quick around the grounds. Mate, what'd you get up to? What'd you watch? Not a whole lot. I forgot one last time we were together. Probably for the best, because you would have probably been laughing through the rest of the, the rest of the podcast. But I watched Hurricane Heist. <laughs> you talked me into it. Did you love it like I did? I actually quite enjoyed yes, it. I. Look, it was it, fucking stupid. It's stupid ass, but uh, you know, stupid ass is stupid does. Stupid's one little I, uh, yeah. Look, it was fun enough. The effects and whatever aren't quite up to standard, but no. you know that going you in. You know, it's a bit cheesy. Dollar budget, though. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. It was, it was, I'm not really sure how. I think it was a $70 million budget, but oh, it kind of sat on the shelf, maybe. Didn't show when the fucking skull appeared in the sky. <laughs> no, 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 it didn't. Yeah, um, look, it was, uh, it was more fun than I anticipated. So. Yeah, look, it's a good idea. The idea of it was okay. You know, the, someone trying to pull a heist in with a hurricane bearing I don't down. Even, I don't even know if it's a good idea. <laughs> well, you know, like, yeah. for an action film pitch, it's okay. Look, I'd like to check the science of, um, you know, whether you can... Just put it this way. <laughs> if, you, if you're planning on watching the movies, just block your ears for a minute. But So they want to drive out in the eye of the storm, right? How do they know that it's going to follow roads? <laughs> That was that was my big problem with yeah, the idea. Yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that's a legitimate question. Normally, I think a hurricane hits and then just follows the uh, the highway out of town. Yeah, you're looking too deeply. <laughs> oh look, I, mean, I, I, um, I was happy to let that go because there was a couple of entertaining bits in it. Yeah. Look, um, look, I'll never watch it again. No, probably not. But again, I've said that many, many times about a lot of films. Yeah. So. Been watching a bit of Young Justice. Oh, yeah. Popped up on Netflix. So yep. getting getting into my old animated DC stuff again. Really good show. Really good show. Especially if you've got kids that like that sort of stuff. It's The storytelling's, storytelling's quite complex for the the you know the age group they they kind of aimed at which is why you know I can still watch it as an adult and really enjoy it. Yeah. Deadwood the movie. Got on that. When when um, did you get on that? It's on Foxtel. Oh. Yeah. So must uh, have just dropped it randomly, did they? Yeah. Cuz I think they've got access to show the HBO stuff off the off the bat. Until of course they splinter into their own streaming service yeah. as well in, over here. Was but, it any um, good? Yeah, really good. I think they just 
managed to bring the characters back in enough of a capacity that you're just really enjoying seeing them again and they they tie up the loose threads that they never got the chance to with the show. I hadn't watched the show in ages. It had been a long time since I'd watched the show, so there were things that I'd forgotten about. Yeah. But they do a really good job of kind of refreshing the memory a little bit and tugging at the heartstrings a few times, and, uh, yeah, it was a really nice way to wrap it up. Okay. I watched Bleed for this. So Vinny Pazienza, so the story of him breaking his neck and then getting back in the boxing ring. Not bad, not too bad. Aaron Eckhart's fantastic as his trainer. Miles Teller's not bad. He's he's quite good. I just, I don't know. It's just hard to look at these movies now and not pick out the sort of cliches and the, hmm. you know, if you like that sort of stuff, you'll get enough out of it. Has to be said though. Look, I'll never question the bloke's ticker. He could take an absolute flogging and, <laughs> and continue to get back up. But I've got to question the uh, the smarts around. <laughs> getting because he was um, they actually had to change it for the film it was like the rookie mate too unbelievable some of the stuff that actually happened really so they stretched it out in the movie apparently he was pumping weights again five days after he had the halo put on his Jesus head, which is not smart because he could have severed his fucking spinal column but it worked out for the bloke so um, quite an interesting story to watch last one I watched just on a whim was uh David Harbour's The Leopard on Netflix. Frank oh, Frankenstein's Monsters, Monster Frankenstein. What? Um, I heard it was shit house, but... You know what? It was a surprise. Like, I didn't know what it was. But he does have some kind of amusing parts taking the piss out of, you know, pompous actors and... I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I got a laugh out of it. It was a bit like... It was short. I compared it to the Lonely Island stuff, really. I turned that on not really knowing what to expect and got a chuckle. wasn't as funny as that, but... Was it a half hour? It was a half hour. Yeah, okay. And essentially, it's him finding the bloody footage of his dad doing a play on Frankenstein and trying right. to unravel, you know, what happened. And, like, I don't know. Some people would probably watch it and just go, what the fuck is this? But I, I got a few laughs out of it. Considering it's half an hour, it's probably not too big an impost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it I, it kind of struck me as a little bit like um, Christopher Guest stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 That kind of self-referential kind of almost Yeah, meta kind style. of meta, yeah. yeah. Um, and it is, yeah, I don't know. I got, I, got, I, got, I got enough laughs out of it. And that was it? That was it. <clears throat> All right, I was um, primarily on television. I finished Veronica Mars season four. In one episode, she calls a bloke a dildo, so it's catchy on. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got a I've got a quiz for, I've got a query for bring it back a bit of trivia for you bring back the dildo <laughs> bit of trivia for you mate and yeah. I'll, I'm 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 putting it out there a a high profile very high profile sports person mm-hmm. is credited as a writer on one of the episodes and the hint I'll give you is NBA Hall of Famer high profile well. Look, we all know Rick Fox is in the Hollywood game, but he's not a Hall of Famer. He's <laughs> not Rick Fox. Yeah. Um, Think spanned a lot of generations. Fuck. No idea. Not Kareem? <laughs> Spot on. Kareem. Kareem. Getting amongst Kareem them. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is listed as a writer of one of the episodes. There you go. And I looked it up on the net because I'm thinking... Sure, that's not a mistake, is it? No, it was true. It's his first writing credit. There you go. He's obviously script writing. Good days. episode. Yeah, not bad, not bad. <laughs> Passable. He seems to know something about about the 
the universe there, so... There you go. Worked out all right. All right. I, I finished The Society. Mm-hmm. Fuck, that was good. Real good. I have to get um, on it. It doesn't fully get everything right, but it asks so many interesting questions about mm. what it would be like to for this to happen. Yeah, which is kind um, of what you want from that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. And it ends on a kind of a an interesting cliffhanger, which I liked. Now, this one, me and the wife were looking for something to watch after we finished up on those other two shows. Mm-hmm. And I slipped. we slipped over to Stan and yep. I came across one. It's got a really sort of, you know, mouthful of a name. It's called The Truth About the Harry Quebert Affair. And I thought, what's this? You know, I never really know. I didn't know anything about it. And it was a Stan exclusive. And I did a bit of quick checking. It was, and it was basically a kind of a murder or a true crime type of story. Not, not a, obviously wasn't real, mm. but an old, um, a novelist who wrote a novel back in the, the 70s in, in a town in Maine, he had this relationship with a 15-year-old girl. She, she disappeared in 75. 30 years later, they dig up her corpse on his property. And an old, because he, he became a professor, one of his students comes down to Maine to kind of look into it, doesn't believe that he did it, and they start unravelling what actually happened in 75. Mm. It was pretty good. Sounds like a pretty good idea. Um, McDreamy, Patrick Dempsey, <laughs> was uh, in it. I was interested. <laughs> no, it was pretty good, except they had him, Patrick Dempsey, age 55, if in the 1975 scenes, and then have done him up. 30 years oh, later. Oh, right. He's got a nasty case of scrotum neck. <laughs> <laughs> Special effects. Probably knows the Hugh Jackman. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that's scrotum chin. <laughs> He's got a nasty case of Jackman. But um, actually not too bad. It doesn't quite hang to the end. When you kind of get sure, to... Some words. Eh? The what? The scrotum neck doesn't <laughs> quite hang? or <laughs> I didn't even realise. Um, you led with the uh, chin on that one. <laughs> It doesn't... The, 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 the episodes, the, the, the finale and the last kind of putting it all together, whilst interesting, is kind of a little bit... I don't know, not... It's a little bit overcomplicated. How long was it? It was eight episodes. Right. No, sorry, it was ten. Ten, sorry. Ten? Yeah. Jeez. It's worth a look. I'll say that much. It's not for everyone. It's a bit of a slow build, but I thought it kind of had some interesting stuff going. And I love the fact that small main town with secrets underneath the surface. It's got a bit of a Stephen King type mm. of feel. Um, yeah, so I was going to say it. when you described it, I thought to get it sounds like something like Castle yeah. Rock kind of stuff. Yeah, kind of, but more you know, no, non supernatural. Mm-hmm. And the last thing, um, man, the. The wife have knocked off seven of the eight episodes of Dirty John. Yeah? Yeah, mate. Banner. <laughs> Banner's funny. Brilliant. And let me tell you something. I think it's fair to say John Meehan was a fucking grade A asshole. He was yeah. fucking... Mate, he was a piece of shit of the highest order. Fair? Very fair. It's very good. Uh, well, it's good. It jumps around a lot which can at times be for, you know, a moron like me, can be a real problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a few times I, I go to the old, 
So where are we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We just imagine you with that puzzled look on your face. Like, what, the, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> and that's it for me. The reason I can imagine that is because I get similar puzzled looks quite often. Oh, I was going to we were going to go to the break, but I've got some news. Mm. There was a Wall Street Journal article that came out like yesterday or the day before. Yep. With regards to the Fast and Furious franchise and its three key stars, mm-hmm. Vin Diesel, Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham, and the fact that they, it would seem that they all refuse to look weak on screen. Yes. And go to very large lengths to avoid it. Now, this is all kind of sources because they have not spoken to it. They haven't mm-hmm. answered to it. But let me put it to you this way. This is what the article indicated. Statham has a studio agreement limiting how badly he can be beaten up on screen mm-hmm. and visits the editing room to weigh in on fight scenes. Fuck. And Johnson enlists producers, editors and fight choreographers to ensure that he always gives as good as he gets. Yeah. Diesel, now here's my favourite, mm-hmm. polices the number of punches he takes he reportedly cared so much about who landed more punches, he assigned a numerical value to each move in a fight so he could make sure that Dominic Toretto never lost. Mm. The system was eventually abandoned as <laughs> it was deemed too complicated. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've actually heard The Rock talk about that. Yeah, look. And they specifically him and Diesel punching on... And he said he took more punches, mm. but there were specific times when, you know, he he was he made sure that he was landing hits and whatever so that it wouldn't be... Look, look. Well, this is the thing. The He's Rock, comes, look, the, lunacy, the rock comes from wrestling where yeah. you have to take some bumps. You've got to yeah. make other people look good too. Otherwise, you don't look any good. But the whole thing, if this article is correct, is lunacy. It's yeah. stupidity. Yeah. It's the kind of thing that Steven Seagal was about. Yeah. And we need to steer clear of that. Yeah, well, I reckon it's a bit stupid. Like, don't you have to go through a, go through a few trials? But that? also, you know they're the hero. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so, we're smart enough to know that if you cop a flog and you're coming back yeah. at the end, like, who gives a but fuck also, if you look weak on camera? It's a movie. But also, it is but also what's wrong with, um, and this is what I mean, um, franchises like this, and this is why I'm not a big fan of this type of franchise, is because there is there are no there's nothing at stake. There's no twist that I might go, holy shit, they just killed the rock. Well there is, but it's not usually involving those guys. Yeah. The, 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 the franchise is fine. Like look, look, they're, they're look, on a winning I, formula. I don't care that they kill off fucking Tyrese. <laughs> I don't care about that. Look, the, the franchise is on a winning formula. It was. It is. It's a and I can, I can say that having... I haven't seen Hobbs and Shaw, but I've seen all the others now. I had I had fallen off a little bit and got behind, but I've watched them all now. And it works. Like, five onwards is the best part of the series. 
probably best that they uh, abandon the numerical values and things like that because it is fucking stupid and it doesn't matter like I'm not watching that fight going oh jeez the rock just got you know he just got knocked on his back what a weak prick that's, <laughs> yeah. not, that's not what I'm and not one point in my entire life I've ever ever said that about any actor in any action film ever it's actually the reverse like I watch something like Triple X and I think Vin Diesel looks fucking ridiculous yeah. because he thinks he's indestructible exactly like, whereas the ones where they get flogged yeah I'm all for that because it means that they're taking the punishment that you probably would yeah well give me a bloody eco wise or yeah that sort of shit because they go back and forth and as you said it's a, it's a little bit about the stakes but you always kind of know if you watch enough of these things you can kind of they predict where they're going to go but I mean but the good thing the, is take your lumps the eco, the eco wise and those sort of that, that ilk the martial arts flicks even something like Kickboxer. Like, I'm not a massive fan of those movies, but they were fun, and Elaine Moisey gets yeah. his ass handed to yeah, him a couple of times. They even mentioned in the article, you know, like, this stuff's going on. And again, I'm not saying it's 100% true because no one's... An- the actors haven't answered to it. I'm pretty they- sure it's well accepted that it's gone on, though. I'm, but, I'm sure I've heard The Rock But they mentioned, it. you know, like, um, Keanu Reeves and Tom Cruise in their films where they get the shit well, beat out John of John Wick. Yeah, John Wick. The absolute bejesus kicked out of him. Yeah. But it's it's good for the film. Well, it's no surprise John Wick is, like, the, the king of action shit at the moment and Vin Diesel isn't. Because, yeah. I mean... As much as they want to talk about, yeah, the Fast and the Furious is his franchise. He's involved in producing it or whatever. But I ne- I'm not there to see fucking Dominic Toretto. <laughs> the Rock is why I was kind of interested yeah. in seeing the newer ones and a little bit of Statham as well. And I think that's but why it's, it's grown in leaps and bounds. It's, di- it's Diesel's like, it's Diesel's way of trying to muscle in on that territory, and it just—it's actually the opposite. <laughs> because you you look silly. That's what I think, anyway. I mean, look, I only have to, you know, we, we've half thought about it many times. You only have to go back to Die Hard to see that he took an absolute walloping and he cries in the film mm. and it's the greatest action movie of all time. So why, what, what is this weakness shit that you're going on about? Well, it's a, Diesel's a bit of a meathead, I think. <laughs> Fair to say. He's not listening. (laughs) (laughs) If he was listening, oh, look, I'm I'm in the bloke's corner. He'll come down here and he'll headbutt me for three bullets. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but if you kick him in the balls, I'll say, no, no, sorry, that's uh, negative. (laughs) (laughs) You've you've outpointed the system here. You're not allowed to do that. Okay. Well, look, look, uh, look, for me... Can it's you imagine weird. trying to edit the film and have him sitting behind you? And then he rocks points. Hang on. <laughs> I need to have a look at this too. Oh, shit. He's sitting there. You can't hit me like that. And then Diesel's there going, yeah, but you still got six <laughs> points see, on offer. But like, see, I had 25 <laughs> points, whereas you only had 23. Oh, man. Oh, God. <laughs> Just kill But, me. I mean, it's the, the proof's in the pudding. It, I It's not working because I couldn't give a fuck about Dom Toretto. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's just there because he's part of the furniture, not because he's not getting hit. <laughs> Jesus. But I prefer the bikes getting hit. Of I like course you do. I come out of it all busted up. Of course you do. It seems normal. <laughs> well, yeah. It seems legit. All right, let's take a break. Here's the trailer for 2012's Maniac remake.
What do you do exactly? I take pictures of mannequins. I try to bring them to life. Would you like to see my work? I think you're incredibly talented. You may just have found the last true romantic. I don't know about all that. Stop staring. You're missing a movie. Maniac from 2012, directed by Frank Carthoon, who gave us P2. It's produced by Alex Arger, Thomas Langman, and William Lustig. And now William Lustig is actually the director of the original Maniac. And the screenplay is by Alex Arger and Gregory Levisier, who wrote High Tension. It stars Elijah Wood as Frank and Nora Armazida as Anna. The budget was $6 million. I think it made 2.6 worldwide. A little bit of trivia. We don't see Frank's face until 12 minutes into the film. Hmm. Thoughts, Jared? Yeah, I don't know. I might be a little bit unpopular <laughs> with this one, but I didn't like much of it at all, really. It was... Uh, I don't know. It was difficult to watch, and it was meant to be, obviously, in parts. I liked the stylistic choices at times hmm. but the whole POV thing as uh, we've sort of mentioned and has been mentioned by a lot of reviews and things it really hinders the development of a story like I, I get that you're supposed to be in his head but it's kind of difficult to really establish anyone else all that well and I just I got to the end of it and I was just like I don't know what I'm supposed to feel about this bloke. And mm. I don't really... It's probably one of those ones that you would need to revisit to explore that shit more, but I've got no interest in revisiting it whatsoever. So I'm kind of just stuck with this, like, I don't know what you wanted... I don't know what you really wanted me to do with this. Mm. And so I kind of... I just... It wasn't an experience I enjoyed very much at all, to be honest. I, I'm, I'm struggling to talk about the movie <laughs> What did you give it out of five? I probably ended up on a two because some of the stylistic stuff was really good. The POV stuff worked in parts and some of the some of the really sort of full-on stuff was a little bit challenging. It was kind of, I don't know, there were parts where I was looking at it thinking, is this kind of supposed to be looking at horror fans and kind of making you watch this and think, you know, what are you, what are you feeling? Because this is kind of the entertainment that you're after. But it was really pushing the lo- really pushing the boundary a bit, and I just I didn't know how to take it all really. Mm. Yeah, look, I guess it's kind of more of a psychological type of slasher film, which you don't get a lot of. I guess it has a good sort of grime. The grimy aesthetics is kind of works. The POV is an interesting choice, and the violence is brutal. 
except for one part which I thought was amusing, but I'll, I'll get to that. Mm-hmm. But it's brutally violent and it doesn't sort of shirk or sort of pull away from it. Which, again, I think, as you say, is kind of, I think, what they were going for. They were sort yeah. of saying, look at this, like, look closely at this. It's it's kind of realistic. Yeah. But it is just let down by... It's 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 plotless, as far as I can tell. Like, yeah. I, it really had nothing happening. Which I think, again, was what they were aiming for, like, spending all this time with him... But I wasn't really interested no. all that much in finding much more about him, you know? There's no characters. Like, he's not even two-dimensional. No. Like, he's almost still one-dimensional, and the ending is ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. It's just, I remember the original, right? I, I saw the original way, 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 way back, right? And the original was made for nothing and, you know, they were doing things on the sly and it was a real sort of grimy kind of New York City. I think it was New York City. And the special effects were fantastic. It was Tom Savini. Yeah. But other than that, it was a real shit show. Yeah. And it was a real sort of ugly film. And I don't think this has changed it much at all. And, in fact, I'm going to the why bother. Mm. Why did you even look at this? Alex Arger, you know, he's a solid solid filmmaker. Yeah. What in the world had him thinking, this, this is my next project? Yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting to find out. But, yeah, I don't, it's just, as I said, I might be... I know there is horror circles that really love it, and I'm, I just can't <clears> see it. It's not the type of film that I... I want to really engage with in the genre. That's not really what I'm here for, so... Yeah. Yeah. Look, it had some likes for me because there, definitely there were had some likes. there were sections and 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 scenes that I think worked. Mm-hmm. The let's just get straight to the table. The the point of view stuff, interesting choice. Yeah, different. And especially at the start, I really liked the start where it's you know it's point of view, but you don't know that straight away until the camera starts moving like it's someone sort of looking left and right and he yeah. starts whispering and things like that. Yeah. But it really gave you a kind of sense of what we were dealing with. And then, then he goes driving through, like, grimy parts of the city, but then starts making his way into the, the what you would call the normal or the safe parts of the city. And yeah. it kind of gives you this sense of, you know, you're not really safe. And I, I kind of liked, liked the opening. I thought it really worked there, the POV stuff. Yeah, and I actually felt the, um, the opening death where he jams the knife up through a... Yeah, that was. And then he kind of touches her face and says, what does he say? Please don't scream. You're so beautiful. Yeah, that was. And I was kind of like, got a little bit of a chill out of that because I was kind of like, that was pretty pretty confronting. And then he scalps her right there in front of us. Nasty. You know, again, kind of testing your boundaries a little, I think, is what what I would say that was. Yep. And, like, not to sound like a bit of a scumbag, but... But you yeah, are. You, so. <laughs> you get, you know, as a horror fan, you, sometimes you you want to step outside the comfort zone, which is something that's not a little bit, easy to take. A little bit and for a purpose, yes. I suppose, yeah. That's where, you know, the dislikes will come in, yep. you know. Uh, I thought Elijah Wood was pretty good. Yeah. Um, Up and down. He had um, that for the most part, kind of weirdness that kind of worked, yeah, I think, yeah. for it. Yeah, um, And that, that baby face look probably 
gave it another point of difference, like not yeah. a hulking maniac like this. Yeah, and it gave it a sense of yeah, it gave it a sense of again a more sort of, sort of realistic take on it. Yeah. I suppose that he's not a monster; he's a normal kind of looking guy. When you see him in the reflections, sometimes you're like, yeah, he just passes. He's a normal guy. He's, he's yeah. You look at him without that context of him, you know, whispering and carrying on and all that sort of stuff, and you're like, he's he's just an average looking person. Yeah. I think the green, the grimy look and the seedier side of LA, because I think they moved it to LA, mm-hmm. um, I think that worked. I think that brought a little something to the table. Yeah. Gave it a different aesthetic. Um, it wasn't as polished in, in, in its look that a lot of horror films are, you know, they're very well polished. So I think that actually worked in its favour. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not going to lie to you. I've got this in the likes... Purely because I actually felt something, like I actually felt something. Um, when he kills the girl, he strangles her in her apartment, then scalps her, and it he uses the razor, and then he has to kind of pull it off, you mm. know, reef it off. Yeah. It just it made me almost sick. Like yeah. I kind of went, oh, you know. And although that's you know you wouldn't sort of normally say it's a, it's a lie. I guess these sort of films are. It's certainly one like this is pushing you to feel something. Yeah, I guess so. And it's uh, yeah, I, uh, it's that's the yeah the parts I'm talking about were probably a little bit challenging. And when he yeah, and then he runs over and yaks and everything because he, he feels yeah. he feels sick. Himself. And at this point, you thought it was this is the thing. At this point, you were still in this mode of all right, where are we going with this? Because it's really starting to, as you said, it's just starting to twist you around a little bit. So you're thinking where we're heading. You know, you're wondering where we're heading with it, but if it doesn't quite get there, which is where we'll get to later, that it, mm. you kind of look back on some of those things and think, yeah. why? Like, yeah, it feels gratuitous yeah. somewhat. I actually liked before before that, I liked the kind of little meta moment about when she meets him in the restaurant. Yeah. And she describes what she thought he would look like and it's essentially describing Joe Spinelli yeah, in the yeah, original. Yeah. yeah, I liked that. Know? I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and there was another, there was another one where awesome he scalps the girl and he stands up in the reflection and yeah. it's exactly like the cover of the original. The cover, that's right. Yeah, I liked that too. Because it, uh, it wasn't too in your face, but you you picked up on it if you if you knew. Yeah, yeah. if you knew you, you, you sort of these film, this film. I liked the, sh- the mannequin shop. It had yeah, a real creepy vibe, a real strange vibe. Yeah. Um, when he first meets Anna, you know, um, it just had a weirdness about it. And it kind of, once again, taking away from the classic idea of the giant, hulking, silent killer mm. and turning him into a meek and mild guy who's got a weirdness about him. Yeah. There's a weirdness there. And I, I, I thought that was pretty good. Probably my the, the best scene for me uh, in terms of the the per- point of view and uh, the way it worked was actually the scene where he he starts in that girl's closet, the dancer. Yeah. And then he follows her into the subway. Yep. And then he chases her and then he hides under the car and he yeah, cuts yeah. her Achilles tendon. Oh, that that oh, actually had a little bit of tense... Moments. Yeah, the sequence was actually quite... I had a dislike to it as well. The sequence well. was quite frightening. Yeah. I had a huge dislike to it, but the sequence from, as you said, basically exactly where you started. The, and he's breathing closet. heavily in the closet, you know. And Yeah, all the way through to, to finishing that off is... It was really kind of... It was scary because 
you couldn't kind of get away from this and it was prolonged and it was, yeah. you know, because of the POVs putting you in the eyes of the killer, basically. And it's really... Didn't sh- didn't shirk the... Like, it didn't pull away when after she goes down, he just stabs her, he starts stabbing her and it just, it just it's it's from his point of view the whole time. Yeah. It never cuts away and it cuts away when he scalps her. So there's a little bit of restraint. It's not, it's nowhere near as graphic as the other ones. And I just, I like the way the point of view worked there. Mm. Um, agreed, I've got a huge dislike to it. But overall, I thought it was probably one of the better sequences in the film. There was a couple of really strange hallucinogenic type of scenes that kind of had me going, <laughs> what the hell's going on here? You know? I was a little bit out of the comfort zone. The like when he, yeah, when he looks down and his junk's gone and it's replaced by like mannequin parts. <laughs> And then there's another one where he's in the cinema. Yeah. And he just turns and she's a mannequin. She's like, look at it. <laughs> Fucking what was that? Yeah, like, I was creeped out by that. Yeah. And I felt that if they'd have been a little bit more subtle with that, because they really ran that shit down your throat after a while. Like, mm. throughout the film, they consistently go into his mind. Yeah. And it's a strangely kind of generic place once we finally find out why he's a bit of a lost cause yep but some of those things they weren't they were a little out of the box yeah yeah they were uh, as you said it was one of the one of the parts that was kind of taking you taking you by surprise so yeah and it, it, there's something creepy about the mannequins in yeah it. yeah the whole mannequin idea is a good one I think the last one for me is him getting his comeuppance by basically just getting ripped to shreds mm. there at the end, which I believe yeah. is a fallback to the original. Is it? I, think I don't uh, in the original. Yeah, I can't. I can't. He has a dream or I, something like that. A yeah, thing. I never bothered to uh, pick up the original. <laughs> I yeah, didn't think well, it was up my alley, and after seeing this can, one, no, yeah. I don't think I'll be going for it. Steer clear of it if you can. Yep. But that was really it for me. Yeah, that was that was pretty much me. No, I started, really, in a way, I struggled a little bit. You've hit the same with uh, the same marks that I had for most of them. Yeah, I mean, I struggled a lot with what I was actually going to say. Yeah. I yeah, I didn't have a, even the likes. You know, you were mentioning the ones about dragging you out of the comfort zone. Some of them I really disliked watching. Yeah. Like so. One in particular. Yeah. Where he scalps the woman after he got her in the shower, in the bath. Yeah. That yeah. is, it was ugly. Yep. Like I was really uncomfortable with that. Dislikes. There's not there. There is not a plot. If if there is, I don't know what it was. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's because it's in his head so much. I don't see a progression for him because he's a fucking psycho at the start and he's a psycho at the end. But it's something you know. It's around the the other girl, but we don't spend enough time with her to see her sort of progressing in any way. Yeah, like I, all of them. The, the progression for him is supposed really to be work. is supposed to be that she's. The one of sorts. Or he manages to have a normal relationship. That was kind of what I got, but it didn't really seem that normal. And secondly, there's a moment in the film near the end, and I'm not going to spoil it yet because I'm going to get into that ending, which I hated, Hmm. where he's killed one of her friends, she's emotional, he comes round to see her, to comfort her. And to me, couldn't we have got some progression there? He comforts her. They have a a moment together. He doesn't hurt her. You know what I mean? Oh. And the idea would be 
he's starting to have proper feelings for someone and not feel like he, he has to hurt them. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just didn't know. But they lost even uh, at that point. Bother. I just didn't even know what you wanted me to what you wanted me to feel for this bloke. What I was supposed to be getting out of the whole exercise. I'd kind of I'd, I'd kind of given up on it by that point. Yeah, I'd stop investing and I'd stop trying to figure out where uh, what what I was doing there and just waiting for the fucking thing to finish. To be honest, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, there there is a kind of connection between sex and graphic violence mm. which you know I've said this a few times I'm not a prude but I don't know I don't like that I'm, I'm not a big fan of that type of stuff well this is the thing I mean there's 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 links. and I'm not knocking anyone who, who likes this film I'm not saying that that's the issue no there's links to that in in some of the stuff that we love too like yeah. Halloween and stuff but it's, yeah. it's more like moral tales and stuff like that but it's also but more it's, subtle mate yeah it's more subtle and it's just oh, I don't know I don't I don't care to see these these really graphic I never got too much into stuff like the French French um, new wave and that sort of thing either because that's not really what I'm here for, you know. I'm not. I'm not sitting here looking to challenge my beliefs about the violence and stuff like that because I'm pretty comfortable in what I watch horror movies for. I guess I'm more of an entertainment guy. Well, so that's it. Yeah, horror some, films are about entertainment. I want some entertainment, but I, I've 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 gone through the my my the horror films that I like and and dug deep into them enough that I kind of know what I what I want to get from these and and this stuff isn't it. No. So. It just, it just. Look, I know that. Although, again, they were trying to go that this is kind of like reality. There's a lot of killers out there who that's the connection, sex and death. You know, it's connected. Mm. But again, when you you're floating into filmmaking where entertainment is part of what you're trying to offer, I don't know whether that fits. It's the same problem I have with Hostel, somewhat. Yeah, is I felt hostile tread over the line from entertainment into something a little bit more. Yeah, but see, even hostile, I felt the purpose in that. Yeah. So the the grime and the gore in that one didn't quite get me as much, and I think it's actually a little bit overrated in some in some aspects. The, yeah. The grime and gore of that one compared to some other stuff, this would be one of them. To be honest, I I find the shit in this far worse than the stuff in hostile. And I got I got something out of the hostel, you know, the ugly tourist and all that sort of yeah. that sort of shit that was going There's on. There's a little bit more depth, I think, to hostel than something like this. I don't, well, but if there was some depth in this, it went over my head. Yeah, yeah, mate. Basically. So I'm, look, I'm happy to say part of, part of it was probably that it went over my head. Part of it was that I didn't give a shit enough to to really dig deep. Yeah. The I problem, didn't want to, I didn't want to be around the character anymore. The problem with the majority POV camera work means you can't build any other characters they try to give us an understanding of why he is like he is yep but it just comes across as cliche it does mum was a prostitute it did it was she slept with blokes in front of him took drugs she mistreated him and he turned into a a weirdo yeah that was the that was the bones of the whole thing Mm mhm so there's no arc there's nothing yeah, and yeah. That, as you were saying, he, there was he was building that connection with the girl that he seemingly didn't didn't have with his mum, and you know she'd tell him she loved him, but she wouldn't display it. But this girl was kind of it seemed to be that she was I don't know she was paralleling the mum, or she was kind of 
giving him something that he didn't get. Yeah. But as you said, it didn't change anything. Well, yeah, it didn't him. change him in any way. It didn't. They didn't have a, a section where he might have changed slightly. Yeah. To show that maybe he didn't have to hurt women because he always had a problem with women. But because I don't of even. If, I don't even know if that needed to be the be the development. But he just didn't. I just felt there was no change whatsoever. If it, as you kind of described, it was just a collection of scenes. Yeah. That's what I felt anyway. Here's my problem with the the train scene that I really liked. Yep. Are you telling me that a subway station in Los Angeles is not doesn't have someone in it? Doesn't have anyone. <laughs> anyone. Anyone. Including when she gets out on the street. Well, there's not a person. You inside. know my big problem with the street is she's got a length on the bloke. She just needs to keep. <laughs> you know what we're talking about. She's three minute days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I could probably go there. We'd probably, you know, talk look, about he was more svelte, so he might have had a run in. Yeah, yeah, look, she, he was svelte, but she had a length on him, and she was on roads. Again, you're in LA, so there's going to be a car at some point, right? She turns into a fucking fenced off lot. Why? <laughs> Stay on the road. You've got fifty meters on the bike. Eventually, a car's going to come along. We're talking about Los Angeles. Exactly. Mate, there are people on the streets of Los Angeles all night long. And it was like she was doing smarter things up until that. She was in, as you said, she's in a subway station. You think someone was there, but she's circling that yeah. balcony. So he can't kind of, you know, if he moves, she moves. I'm like, yeah, she's she's making it tough for him. And then, okay, you just did this, the silliest thing. Hang on, into the fence off a lot. Yeah, stay on the street. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Good lord. The ending is where things really go to go to shit. Well, before you get there, yeah, I might touch on a couple so we can discuss the ending at length. How the fuck did Martin miss him three times with a baseball bat? Oh fuck, Martin! Martin has an absolute chocker. <laughs> Snuck up on him and missed him, and then he has two more swings. You know my favourite bit of that though? He gets the meat clover in the mouth. And that's the one I said. That was like looks like something that Friday the Thirteenth picture. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. going. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, this is bullshit. Yeah. Like, you've 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 had this entire film where you've graphically killed people in a real realistic manner mm. and hurt them. Yeah. And then Martin walks in, swigs a fucking you know, swigs away like bloody Jose can say, and then just. <laughs> Make in the mouth. Yeah, but Conseco would have connected. <laughs> Surely. <laughs> it was a large target, especially if you're sneaking up. <laughs> Maybe he connected on the first one and it just didn't, Didn't. it was yeah. a glancing blow or something, but yeah. But see, that's, not good enough, Martin. That's <laughs> what were you there for? Yeah, Martin, fuck, mate. <laughs> Get in the batting cage, buddy. <laughs> The problem with that entire sequence is he goes around to Anna's place to console her, which to me was a perfect opportunity to showcase a slight change in the man's behaviour. <laughs> but no, he immediately drops some sort of comment about how he may have killed her. <laughs> yeah. Then it's on for young and old, right? Yep. Then... Was that the change? That he just became careless? Yeah, the information? Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> I'll let the cat out of the bag. My apologies. <laughs> But he then knocks her out, doesn't he? Um, yeah. And then he puts her in the back of a van. Yep. She gets out, mm-hmm. sticks a mannequin in his a mannequin hand in his stomach. Yeah. Which you're not walking off. No. Runs off at, as I said, not at three 
three minute K pace. She no, was, no. was dawdly. She's dawdly. She's and four and a half. What's <laughs> off? Okay, five and a half. Once again, the streets of LA are fucking. It's bloody. Um, I am legend. Yeah. <laughs> there isn't a person inside. She finally flags down the car. Yep. Gets in it, runs him over, mm-hmm. and then veers off into a concrete block. That was... I was just like, what the fuck is going I, on? I actually, I was watching it, and I just... I, I, I was watching it on the iPad, and I was just about to pick the thing up and throw yeah. it. Uh, I actually said to the screen, get fucked. Yeah. Like, it's this just is ridiculous. just bullshit. That sequence in particular was just the worst in the movie. Like, I know yes, there's the believability and all this sort of shit, but you got to make it fucking semi-realistic for me. Like, I mean, she runs him over after he's been stabbed. He fucking leaps back to his feet. <laughs> and she goes flying out the fucking window. Like, <laughs> give us some fucking credit, would you? <laughs> Oh, give her some credit too. <laughs> oh my god, that she gets like an air ball or something, gets flying out of the car. Yeah, they show it upside down because obviously he's been fucking flattened at that time. Yeah. But again, as I said, he's fucking pepped up and ready to go pretty quickly after that. Bit of a shamble, a bit of a yeah. shambling walk. But Jesus, I mate. Mean, let's face it, mate. He's, he's probably got a busted leg. Yeah. Minimum. I'm laying on the ground like Will Ferrell. Hell. Yeah! <laughs> Very badly, but. Yeah. It smells like peanuts. <laughs> yeah, you know, shit. I, I, I am not walking that off. In oh. fact, you know what I'm doing? I'm hobbling off in the opposite direction. going, shit, someone's going to be in a minute. I'm, I'm rolling. I'm not even bothering to get back to my feet because I know there's some damage done there, so I'm just going to roll. I'm doing the pencil roll until I'm, until I'm out of sight. <laughs> Police report. The man was spotted rolling from the scene. <laughs> <laughs> Police are interested in talking to him. <laughs> A three-handed man <laughs> falling from the scene. <laughs> Mumbling something about mannequins. <laughs> yeah, that really took me out of it because part of the thing is this entire film has tried to play that whole it's realistic, you know, get in his shoes. It's it's yeah, yeah. it's a it's a it's an emotionally draining experience being yeah. inside this guy's head. And then we have this fucking ridiculous bloody ending. And yeah. um, I'm not actually sure what ended up happening to him. Him? Yeah. What did he do to himself? I know he had the he had the, but that was that was not real. You know, him getting attacked by all these mannequins, all the girls. Wasn't? Didn't he get shot? I don't know. Because the SWAT, the SWAT team was there. there. So I'm assuming he just got shot. That well, my my impression was that he got shot, and in his head was this kind of. Like the girls standing up for Anna and taking revenge on him or something, and I'm just like, that's fucking pointless because they're all dead. Yeah. So where's the win for the anyone? Nowhere. Yeah. Oh yeah. Look. So you're a big fan of that ending. <laughs> oh, shocking. <laughs> shocking. Oh fuck. Look, it was hard. What did I, I actually didn't give it a score. One day. <laughs> 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 well, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, we, so what, we established that he rolled home and then got shot. <laughs> <laughs> he got shot by the SWAT team. Yeah, in fact, I'm surprised he wasn't shot on the street. Lost <laughs> <Whilst> rolling. <laughs> have you got anything else? No, that was pretty much it. The ending was uh, it was really confusing for me. Obviously, they were, as I said, I, I was beyond the point of caring at that point. 
And you obviously needed to dig into that a little bit, but, you know, is the women treating him like he fucking treated them, like the mannequins and whatever, but I was just like, ah, done. I didn't care. Yeah. All right, that's that's mannequin. Uh, sorry, mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> that's oh, next week. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, that's, that's maniac. I can't help Look, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and Podomatic. I actually signed us up to a new one. I think it's called Deezer. They haven't got back to me. <laughs> so they're probably Deezer. not interested. They in must it. have listened. <laughs> well, they're supposed to. Right. To check if the content's okay. Okay. <laughs> Don't expect to hear back. <laughs> Don't sit on the computer, mate. <laughs> You'll be waiting a while. Refresh, refresh. Come on, come on, fellas. Send us an email. <laughs> <laughs> send, us, send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au we're on Facebook at Thrillme Podcast Australia and at Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com we're also on Instagram at thrillmepodcast.au the next episode we're going to foreign territory with 2016's Train to Basan looking forward to that actually mm. haven't seen it so hopefully that will be a bit of a winner Yep. But until then, take it easy and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.